It's Morning in the Mountains, right here on Wednesday morning. Entertainment in the Smokies with James Gilly and myself, Jim Johnson. How are y'all doing out there? I hear y'all clapping from here. <laughs> yeah, right, they're clapping. You hear that, man? I mean, they're clapping out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Did you hear them clapping? I can hear yeah. them clapping from here. You guys are awesome. I just want you to know. I appreciate you. Hey, share this thread. more people that share this, the better. We have some great people on the show today. Um, we do. Boy, oh, we yeah. got a great show. Always. Great always. show. Great what's, people, great show. What's going on up here in the Smokies? Oh, my goodness, folks. It is autumn in the Smoky Mountains, and there's so much going on from Oktoberfest, beer music. You like music? And beer. And beer. Who doesn't? You know, right? I, I mean, hey. Most people I, do. I, I, like, I like it. And then you get the seasonal beers out there right now. My good friend so Cozart has a new beer coming out. Country Roads. It's an amber beer with a great taste. has a nice little hint of the autumn flavor. But it's year-round beer. It's real crisp and refreshing. I love it. Anyway, we've got the Smoky Mountain Harvest Festival going on. Dollywood has opened up their Harvest Festival where they have the Great Pumpkin Luminites. If you've never seen that, it is quite a spectacle. The Luminites? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, they got huge things that just go to the sky and they're lit up in the pumpkins. It's like a pumpkin Christmas tree. I don't know. Have you ever seen, not seen it? Mm -hmm. No. I haven't been in Dollywood in a while. I was actually going to go today, possibly, but it, we should go. I'm too busy. We should just go to Dollywood. <laughs> just cancel just all my plans and just go to Dollywood. You just chuck it all, go to Dollywood for the day. That's what people need to do up here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Isn't you know Dollywood is closed on Mondays and Tuesdays? Well, it's that, it's that time of the year. Yeah. You know, they, they aren't open year-round. Um, but during the season, when it's nice out, they're open every day, and then they slowly scale it back because they got a lot of work to do out there. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's always cleanup in the fall time too, you know, with leaves falling and all the other things go along with it. Most um, and since it's October, guys, we've got a lot of scary things going on. <laughs> scary stuff. We got the uh, Ripley's Fright Nights going on. Um, <laughs> Somebody's jamming in the studio. Yeah, live TV. I love it. That was good, man. I loved it. Hey, don't worry about it. He's a. That's that's that just part it, of the live. Listen, man. That's part of the live. That's what makes. That's it like so when your dad answered the phone the other day. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. My dad's in there. He's out there, and he goes, "Hello." Oh, right, right on the show. It's great. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Love you. Dad's over there, by the way. Mom and Dad are over there hanging yeah. out, having a good time. Anyway, Ripley's Fright Night is uh, going on right now all the way through October 31st. And let's never talk about that. There's so much stuff going on in the Smoky Mountains. Just go to pitchforce.com. But who brings you the best news about music and entertainment in the Smoky Mountains is the guy who promotes them and books them in the venues around town. None other than James Gilly. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, so uh, up here in the Smokies, Gallenberg Brewing Company, October 16th, we have Kevin Mahoney. October 17th, we have Doug Wilhite. He's actually in the studio today. We're going to do some stuff with him. Um, at the gym bar this Saturday, you have uh, Autumn Reflection, Belfast Six Black, and Eyes Like Ice. That's going to be a rock and roll show to the, to the core. It's going to be a, a great time. I'm actually going to go. First time I've been to uh, the gym bar in quite some time. I haven't been able to go because I'm always playing shows myself. I'm actually off this weekend. You're so a busy guy. I'm actually going to go out there and relax and have fun and, and listen to some rock and roll. Um, if you go to Maryville uh, on October 16th, which is Friday, you'll have, um, you'll have Hugh Allen Country. He's going to be there from 9.30 to 1.30. And then uh, at Union Place on the 17th, you have Alex Stokes with his students uh, doing a comedy show. So that would be <laughs> fantastic. You know? It's the first I time they ever ran comedy there. So that, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, and he brings his students in, involved too. And the students come and... 
they do like the little show and then he like you know opens and closes it it's really cool yeah so. for those of you that don't know about this if you've ever thought about being a stand-up comic or just want to have the experience of doing stuff kind of on an improv or being put in front of people on a stage Alex has one of the most popular classes at UT. It actually is the most popular class. It is. And yeah. I was being nice, but yes, Alex is the rock star when it comes to <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, classes at UT, the University of Tennessee. So yeah. that's something you want to do. You need to check it out. Yeah. I think you. I think he's got quite a big waiting list. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. I think it's like Amazing. it takes like two years to get into his class now. <laughs> sign, up is, now. <laughs> sign up now. Sign up now. You got to wait two years. That's you right. Know? But it is what it is. So yeah, it's gonna. There's a lot of entertainment coming on up here as well. Uh, a lot of the places are reopening. I know Tennessee is reopening itself. Um, I know Nashville's back in phase three now, and uh, Florida is now 100% open again. Wow! So, wow! Um, we are a red state, though. There is. It's not good. You know, <laughs> it's not good here. So they have uh, coronavirus on the news. We're saying that Tennessee is a red state, along yeah. with most of the other states. So you know, it's what, what are we supposed to do? Well, as much as we get around, I mean, I'm just using this as an example. I mean, we take we're precautionary, um, and we meet a lot of people. Yeah, we meet a lot of people. We're I, out I keep, in it. I keep the uh, keep the hand sanitizer, sanitizer and put you know, a mask on. Kind of do possible. the social distance, fist bump. Yeah, most you know, definitely. doing that. I mean, I've not had, I'm not, I've not had it. So, do yeah, you've not I, had it? Yeah, we've been doing the show all the way through this whole thing. Yeah. Um, and we always, we've always talked to, even at the beginning of this, we talked about how important it is. It, it's really sad, I just want to say, it's really sad that you've got to say, wash your hands on a regular basis. Yeah. We should be doing that anyway. But anyway. Yep. More music news. Ronnie Millsap is coming to the Country Tonight Theater on October 16th. That'll be a great show. I mean, he's one of the staples. Yeah, yeah he goes for way sure. back. Way back when. Ronnie goes way back. <laughs> I he's agree. a cool dude. He's yeah, a cool dude. Yeah. Anyway. Well, we've been going over and over and over all the things that are going on. We've we Let's always bring someone in. We always talk too much. Um, <laughs> Usually, sometimes. And mostly, it's me. I got a big mouth. Anyway, we're going to take a small little break, and then we'll be right back with the owner of Mark Nelson Denim, right out of Knoxville, Tennessee. He's got some great stuff going on. Um, he's going to be helping Second Harvest Food Bank with the new program that he's got going on. We're really excited about having him here because. Uh, Second Harvest doesn't just help feed the area. They actually go all over the world. 18, 18 nations. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Anyways, we will be back in just a moment.
I'm totally excited about being back because we got one of Knoxville's greatest guys, I think. He, he's, he's got a great story. He, he helps, you know, build the Knoxville economy, hiring people, um, USA Made. I mean, all the things that we talk about when you talk about building business in the great USA. Marcus Hall is in the house, owner of Mark Nelson Dennis Denim, right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Marcus, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me on your show today. Man, we are so excited about having you here, man. I haven't seen you in a while. It's been a little while. So me and him did a bunch of events when I first started promotion. Uh, We did events together, you know, and then it's craziness. I haven't seen him in forever. Last time I saw you, I think I was working with Sean Abbott. You got it. Wow. That's true. Yeah, long time ago. Yeah, you have books and bands for an event we did uh, there in Knoxville. So thank you for that, too. Oh, no problem. Thanks. Appreciate it. So, Jim, thanks for having me on your show today, man. Tell me uh, what can we, what we're going to talk about today. Man, I want to talk about how you started, how, where the name came from, because I, I love stories about where the name comes from. And, um, just the story, you know, I, I know a little bit about your story, and I don't know how much of you out there, the audience, knows about, about Marcus, but he's got a great story, you know, where he grew up. I, I don't want to take any of it away, so... Tell us, how did, the, how did this all begin, man, back in the day? Uh, just a, a kid in, in East Knoxville, and uh, uh, there was a Levi's plant there that pe- played a huge part on, if you lived in East Knoxville, everyone's life. Either you uh, worked there, or someone in your family worked there, or your neighbor worked there. And uh, I recall the days of uh, waiting for my parents in school and uh, in the line, and every kid in that line was wearing Levi's because you know they, their family worked there, and so um, you was a cool kid if you wore Levi's. Yeah, you got, if you didn't have Levi's on, you were a, a Nazi. I'm just you know, <laughs> that's I mean, true. <laughs> if you had to wear a Wrangler or yeah, Levi's, yeah, like because Levi's were you made in Knoxville at the time, and so they had this huge plant uh, that went 24/7, 365, uh, and, and more importantly, uh, it provided jobs for. Uh, people that uh, are kids or family that uh, didn't go to college. So you could leave high school, go right to Levi's plant, and would provide a job that would provide benefits for you. I I know so many people that were able to buy their first homes and cars. For instance, my brother bought his first car working at the Levi's plant. Um, And so when that plant shut down, it just uh, had a huge, I mean, it sucked the life out of the East Knoxville. It sure did. It sure Uh, did. And so... uh, uh, that was, down? Yeah, that's what uh, uh, inspired me to uh, bring Cut and Sew back to not just uh, East Knoxville, but the United States in general. Uh, and so uh, that's that's kind of my story. Uh, my mom was, uh, uh, she taught me how to sew uh, because I had a brother that was 6'4 and 300 pounds and, and a little brother that was 5'9 and 300 pounds. And every time I went outside, they broke something on me. So she's, <laughs> <laughs> she said, stay in the house, I'm going to teach you how to sew. And so... I took that, took tailoring in high school at the time. You, you were able to take a vocational in, and uh, tailoring was one of them. Uh, and so I wanted to take that and go work at the Levi's plant uh, and automatically make more money because I knew how to sew. Uh, did that, uh, but shortly after the Levi's plant closed and uh, started outsourcing jobs. Uh, uh, several years later, uh, I started Mark Nelson Denim. I, lo- I love it. it. Right on. It used to be you weren't cool if you didn't have Levi's. Now you're not cool if you don't have There you them. go. So <laughs> that's Nelson exactly denim. right. Get a pair of Mark Nelson denim. You know, there you go. And you do a lot of cool things. You don't just do denim. I mean, you do all types of clothes. And, I mean, you're, and, and it's all made right here in America. 
But I heard something about NASCAR. Awesome. NASCAR lug nuts? What, what do you make with uh, NASCAR yeah, lug nuts? Yeah, I had a friend of mine, and I, I collaborate with a lot of uh, local artists. Uh, Preston Farabo at our Ironwood Studios, uh, he went to, used to go to NASCAR races, and when they changed the tires, they would get those lug nuts and just toss them, and we actually uh, came up with a lug nut belt buckle that we did a limited edition on, uh, and so we will likely bring that back. But uh, mentioning local. Oh, I want one of those. You were talking about Dollywood. We actually made the aprons for the fall festival for Dollywood. Oh, great. So, yeah, we actually helped them outfit all their employees. So uh, uh, several hundred of their employees are wearing our aprons, and we do that each season for them. We make their aprons for uh, the Dollywood uh, Fall Festival. Speaking of aprons. Yes, tell us about aprons. About, there's the some reason cool I'm here today is uh, you were mentioning we partner with Second Harvest Food Bank uh, and so we are launching a project called the Common Apron. And so we uh, interview local personalities and celebrities and it's a cooking show uh, that uh, they've shared their favorite recipe with us. Uh, we make an apron that uh, for instance we're doing uh, Mayor Jacobs, uh, he did uh, a show with us, Eric Ainge and Chris Blue. The first release, which you're helping me with, thank you very much, is Mayor Jacobs' interview. And uh, every uh, apron that's sold that uh, Mayor Jacobs or anyone that we interview, uh, we give uh, a portion of the proceeds back to Second Harvest Food Bank. Uh, and uh, from every apron sold, I do believe uh, uh, five families are fed three meals out of that apron. So, uh, uh, so, so I'm really excited about that. And uh, the launching date—you tell me when we're going to launch this. <laughs> as soon as possible. I mean, we're we're going to have that video up in no time. All right. Um, but uh, I, I think it's awesome. You know, yeah. and you guys are going to love the shows that have been put together. Uh, they're they're really great. They're you know. So it's like a cooking show, right? It's a cooking show. Yeah, cooking with, you're interviewing them while they're cooking, yep. essentially. Yes, we're talking about their lives, things that are going on in the world right now, and their recipe. And generally, these guys are not professional chefs by any means. Uh, some of the food is great, and some of it is not so great. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the the point is, is that uh, we're able to uh, uh, raise money for Second Harvest Food Bank and. Uh, we make a really cool apron uh, that uh, you know we sell, and so if you want to look like a professional chef, even if your food doesn't taste like it is, but uh, you will look like a professional chef wearing the uh, apron that Mark Nelson did and makes for the Common Apron Project. That's awesome! Oh, right on. Now people can go to your website and yes. they can they can purchase the aprons yep. before the actual launch. You got it. So okay. right now you can go today uh, to www.marknelsondenim.com and go to aprons and then you will be able to find, I think the first apron we did is a, a denim apron. Uh, and then we also actually did an apron for uh, Chef Tim Love, who we collaborated with. And that's one of the uh, only professional chefs that we actually will show footage of uh, this season, uh, making a food. And he shares, a, a, I believe it's a barbecue recipe. Ooh, I don't. barbecue. Yeah. You, you know anybody who likes barbecue in the South? <laughs> Everybody. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. It makes me want barbecue right now. I'm hungry. That okay. sounds pretty good. Barbecue. Good. Good stuff. Well, you've got a great team behind you because I know that you got a lot of great people. Absolutely. I met I met one of them yesterday, which yeah. she was amazingly sharp. Right. So it means a lot when you have sharp people around you. 
And you have been recognized as one of the Pinnacle Award winners not too long ago at the Knoxville Chamber of Commerce Pinnacle Awards. That had to have been pretty cool. Hey, absolutely. Uh, and like you said, it was through support of my team and the community of Knoxville. Um, uh, great to be um, a Knoxvillian and a minority business. Actually, we were acknowledged uh, best minority business of the year. And, um, you know, Knoxville's a home. Uh, Knoxville's a great community. East Tennessee is a beautiful place to be. Uh, and it's great to be able to have, see other businesses and uh, like yourself uh, do positive things in uh, the East Tennessee community. So KTOM also, guys, I left that out, is a sponsor of the Common Apron and you will be able to go to KTOM.com and also buy the Common Apron. They also are a huge uh, 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 support and a great business in East Tennessee. So uh, yeah, absolutely uh, excited to be in East Tennessee and doing good things here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Well, K-Town, they, they deal in like restaurants and yeah, restaurants. They so they can set your restaurant up from from forks and spoons. They're big. They're big boys. Well, that's awesome, man. That they're they're helping sponsor this whole thing. I think that's wonderful. I think you could drive a lot of uh, um, funding to the Second Harvest Food Bank. Yeah, yeah. That's the ultimate goal, man. Feed some hungry people, man. That's, at this point in time in this country, there's no reason why anyone should not be able to eat. Oh, that's true. For sure. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's awesome. It's awesome. And Michael Toronto, if you're watching today, I just want to let you know, man, I'm proud of you for what you're doing at Second Harvest Food Bank. Remember when you started there, and I love seeing what you guys have got going on. Collaborating with, with people like Marcus here is a great thing, and you guys are helping feed not just local, but nationally, internationally. I mean, I think it's absolutely incredible, and I love that. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about, Marcus, before we head to commercial break? Other than, you know, hey, it's... Uh and this day and time, man, with all this COVID going on, I just want to love everyone to be safe, but more importantly, support your local businesses. Yeah. Uh, right now, we need it uh, from restaurants and uh, have capacity and seating uh, to, you know, places like Dollywood, who, you know, are also trying to be safe, but also keep the doors open and give, uh, you know, uh, people, you know, they have things to do. So please support local, buy made in America, and, uh, and be safe, right on. Sweet. Right. I love it. Thanks I love it. for having me on the show today, man. I appreciate it. Man, thank you yeah. for coming up on such short notice. But when we talked yesterday and heard more about what you were doing, Second Harvest Food Bank, raising money for hungry people. Get him on the show. We had to have him on the show. Well, thank you. We had to have you on the show. Yeah, it was great to see you, by the way. Yeah. yeah. You have to come by the studio sometime. I wish you guys the best of luck. And uh, you've got some great artists coming on here to talk about the music and what you're doing here in the Sevierville this week. I think I may come back. I, I met some cool people here, brother. Sweet. Cool. Sweet. Right. We'd love to have you back on a regular basis. Tell us what's going on with this. You can just be a regular on the show. Maybe host the show. Take my job. You take my <laughs> yeah, We do. We do. I mean, we had one. We had Dre for we quite had, some time. Yeah. Dre, I don't know. Yeah. You know, we did have Dre, but, you know, somebody took him away. He said, hey, we watch him more than... They need yeah. you right now, and then he took off. But we, yeah, we yeah. still love you, Dre. He pops back in every once in a while. Good guy. But yeah. absolutely, he is a great guy. Well, thanks again for being here, Marcus. Man, 
really excited about what's going on with the Common Apron and raising money for Second Harvest Food Bank, man. We appreciate your heart and what you're doing for the local community. Yeah. Thanks again, guys. Until next time, we'll say, we won't say goodbye, we'll say until next, next time. Until next time. All right, thank you so much, Marcus. We'll be right back after a short commercial break. All right, Doug, you're up. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Doug Wilhite down here at ProMotion Studios in Market Square in beautiful downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm going to be doing a few songs for you today. This first one is one I wrote a few years ago called Long Way to Memphis. Back in 25, young Caesar was just 16 Living in a sharecropper shack down here to be away Every night when he'd get home, get to banging on a six-string Loving that bottleneck slide right up till the break of day His daddy said, boy, put it down Cause the blues is an evil temptress It's a long way to Memphis A few years later he was going strong Playing up in Greenwood Every Saturday night he was bringing those people in He was having the time of his life The best player in the Delta But his mind drifted back to those bright lights again a suitcase, everything he owns packed in it. The truck stopped and said, You better get in, cause it's a long way to Memphis. Chicago got the call in his name, and he hit the big time. People were standing in line just to hear Cecil play Bright lights got the blind in his eyes And he got to wondering Maybe the Mississippi Delta is where he should have stayed Success he filled his glass But inside he still felt empty The Delta's calling him home But it's a long way to Memphis It's a long way to Memphis A long way to Memphis Hey, what's going on? Tell you what, so you were saying long way to Memphis. I mean, that's, I a, feel that's it. a far drive. <laughs> it is a far drive. I used to, yeah. back in the day when I was a kid, I owned a national exterior cleaning company. And uh, we used to do all the blockbusters across the East Coast from uh, actually, on the East Coast, yeah, Michigan to Miami, did all the steak and shakes and blockbusters, and we used to drive to Memphis every three months. I love Memphis. I just hated that drive. It was a long way to Memphis. Yeah. Speaking of which. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, what's up, man? How are you what's doing, Doug? Guys? Doing well. How's, how's your morning going? Well, it's, it's early. And it's morning. Yeah, so, so Doug, Doug doesn't later. like to get up early. Yes, or most musicians. <laughs> it's funny, I always call him, and he's like, he's like, man, he's like, don't call me until it's 2 o'clock. 
don't call me until after two. I'm like, okay. I was used to staying up till three or four o'clock in the morning when you're a musician. That's yeah, just normal for sure. Tough life. That's definitely. So uh, you're playing up here this weekend. Yes, uh, uh, Gatlinburg Brewing. That'll be blast. Have you played there yet? Yes, I played there back in uh, July. I tell you what, it is busy up here. Oh yeah, it yeah, is traffic packed. driving in yesterday and even this morning. You know, at nine o'clock. So yeah, packed. there's lots of folks in town. So. Looking forward to a good crowd up there. It's a cool place. Most got, definitely. Uh, some good beer and good pizza. What else you need? That's true. That's true. I also got you uh, down at uh, Admiral's Pub on Halloween. Right. So that'll be another good one as well. Got to get my, my scary playlist. Scary uh, playlist? Yeah, my, my, my scary playlist. So we'll see what we can get going down. That'll be my first gig there. So. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, hopefully get a, get a good crowd. Now, you, you there. play at Finn's frequently, too. Yes, I'm there uh, every Thursday night, which is tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, yeah. Uh, unless I'm out of town. Sometimes I have gigs out of town. and, and um, uh, Where are your uh, favorite places to play? Like, where are you from? Tell us, tell, us, tell us about Doug. I was born in a little place called Helena, Arkansas. All right. And uh, right on the Mississippi River. Uh, that's where my blues influence comes from. Helena is home to the King Biscuit Blues Festival, who uh, some of you guys may be familiar with. I played there a few times, uh, but grew up there and um, actually a little town just north of there called Mariana. And it's just on the other side of Memphis, about 60 miles other side of Memphis, but grew up there, you know, heavily influenced by blues and country. And uh, so it's, uh, that's kind of where I, I cut my teeth in the local honky tonks and bars and, and um, you know, eventually uh, got into songwriting and, um, Kind of got me where I'm at now. How long you been playing the guitar and singing? When did you start? Oh, I hate to admit it. Uh, started playing when I was about 11 or 12, and uh, started playing in bars. You know, before I was old enough to be in there. <laughs> I gotcha. hate to admit, but you know, not much else to do in Eastern Arkansas. So. Yeah, I don't know what a whole lot of things going on in Arkansas. No. No, not a, not a whole lot. So yeah, I was looking forward to getting out and uh, getting in some some uh, uh, live venues and and been doing that, like I said, for for a long time. Now and you have a band too that's in the local area, Knoxville. Yes. How long, now you 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 were brought to Knoxville by by a woman, I believe, yeah. right? Yes. That's uh, and I I think she's sitting over yeah, here. Yeah, Kathy's as well. sitting right over there. Yeah, yeah. So um, and I mean so. You have a band here as well, right? Um, who are those guys who you play with, and where do you, where you guys mainly play at? Where where can people see you? Yeah, you that's a, a kind of a cool story. When I, I first uh, moved over here, uh, I had a cousin in Mississippi. I had a friend here named Stan Jabert, and Stan hosted the uh, blues jam out at Brackens in Maryville every Wednesday night. So I went out there and started setting in with them, and uh, him and Barry Schwartz. Barry Schwartz is a drummer. And, uh, he's a good drummer, man. Oh, yeah, he's great. And uh, they eventually offered me a co-host spot. And uh, so I started co-hosting uh, the, the Blues Jam out there at Brackens. Uh, so then, uh, you know, when back in March, when everything, you know, kind of shut down, they quit having the, the Blues Jam. So we decided to just go and form our own band. So we're, uh, we're No Chaser. You can find us on Facebook at No Chaser Live. Um, we're playing uh, at the gym bar that you mentioned earlier yeah. on March the 27th. Yeah, but uh, hopefully we'll uh, get some some gigs uh, between uh, now and the end. So just keep up with us on uh, that Facebook page. Uh, you guys play at Brackens frequently, right? Yes, yes, and we hopefully we'll have the Blues Jam going uh, again before long. Right now, Brackens I think is just doing weekends, so obviously yeah, coronavirus hit. Out, so hopefully coronavirus hit everything hard, pretty hard. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So hopefully we'll we'll be jamming on Wednesday nights 
before long. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I'm all music is definitely a driver. You know, uh, keeping keeping everyone playing music is always fun too. That's the hard. Like you were at my cabin yesterday, and we were talking about you know how hard the music industry in general is. Yeah, not just booking shows. But also just keeping all the marketing together and everything else, and how important it is to give those people the exposure. Yeah, yeah, and so, and it's yeah, it's been great working with you guys at, at promotion, and been with you guys since what August? And, yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I think I, what happened was I called you for a gig because I had a cancellation. Cancellations. And uh, yeah. and I got you in there, and then uh, the bar owner was like. I want you every Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was pretty you cool. Can have them, you know, good to go. So. Yeah, it's been, you know, speaking of, you know, favorite places to play, Finn's is a really cool place. It's up there in that, you know, old historic. Have Baker's you had their Peters. chicken pesto pasta? No. Dude, I've just had their burgers because I play on Burger Night. Oh, I'm the Burger Night guy. Got you. Got you. So uh, I usually get the burgers and uh, they're really good, but I'll have to, have yeah, to try that. Yeah, try chicken pesto pasta. It's great. I'll, I, uh, I was them. a house drummer there when, when I was back right. in high school, which was, you know, super funny. And how it all worked out, you know, because I was playing country in a jazz bar with this country <laughs> band. It was so weird. But Jerome, the, the old, old owner, really liked us. So we were playing there on a frequent basis every week. Yeah, Fins uh, is a cool place. Which was fun, you know. And the, their hamburgers were great. I got locked in their bathroom once with the ghost. Like, it turned off all the lights and wouldn't let me out. Oh, it was super scary. I've heard it's, it's haunted. You know? Oh, yeah, it's definitely haunted. So, yeah, you know. You been to Baker Peters? Oh yeah, man. I've been. I've lived in Knoxville since '86, so I've seen before you were born. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of great stories there. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So, what kind of stuff do you like to play? Well, tell well, us about your original music, and then tell us about the cover stuff you like to do. Um, my originals. Um, you know, when I when I was growing up, I listened to a lot of you know older classic country. You know, Hank Williams, George Jones. And then when I uh, was a teenager, I uh, started getting into like Waylon Jennings, Hank Jr., some I guess what people would call the outlaw country. All right. And started getting into blues pretty heavy about that time too. So um, my original stuff uh, I think is, is comes from that country blues influence. And uh, I, I listen to a lot of, you know, what's called red dirt country, which comes <coughs> out of Texas and Oklahoma. Um, you know, people like Ray Wally Hubbard, Robert Earl Keane, and, uh, Towns Van Zant, he was from that scene, and uh, influenced a lot by those guys. And um, my covers, um, when I do a cover gig, um, you know, I try to touch on a little bit of everything. You know, a little bit of rock, a little bit of country. You know, a little bit of classic um, rock, blues. Yeah, cla I play. I try to take, like, <clears throat> like I take Deep Purple songs and you know translate them to the acoustic. You know, I, I try to find something that is challenging. Like, you know, I hear a song and like. Okay, let me see how I can get that translated over to an acoustic version. And, uh, you know, we were talking about that last, kind of like Clapton did with Layla and his yeah. unplugged thing on MTV back in the day. Completely different song from the original. Mm -hmm. So I like, you know, trying to experiment with that. And, uh, but, you know, and I, I like to take requests from the audience. I always feel like that's a challenge. I, you know, let people know when I'm playing, you know, let me know if you want to hear something and come up with some, some interesting requests sometimes. Oh, Are there any songs that you won't play? I mean, because everybody here is Freebird. Freebird. Freebird! Wagon Wheel. Wagon Wheel. Wagon wheel. <laughs> Stairway <laughs> to Heaven. All the ones you know. that are, like, forbidden to be playing in uh, any guitar shop across the country. Yeah, I played in a bar in Nashville, and they actually had a sign on the stage, No Wagon Wheel and No Free Falling. Oh, Those wow. were the two songs. No free fall. Were, no free yeah, fall. Free fall like, yeah, I didn't know free falling was that offensive, but apparently it's been worn out in Nashville, at least at Bellcourt Taps. Wow. Well, that's, yeah. 
Think about all the same bands playing the same songs out yeah. there every oh, night, every oh. day. You know? And that was it's right just, after Darius Rucker came out with his version of Wagon Wheel, so it was just huge. It, everybody was playing it. Yeah. You got to compete with, you know, just too many, too much competition, everybody wanting to rewrite stuff. But Yeah. <clears throat> I went to Nashville last year, and, man, it was great. I loved the Oh, yeah, I love playing over there. It's, uh, I do those songwriters rounds where there's, like, probably three or four of us, and then we'll – you know, each one of us will play a song and tell a story about, you know, writing it or what influenced that song. Um, and we'll do that for, you know, we'll play three or four songs a piece and then uh, do co-writes during the day. Of course, that's been shut down here in the last few months, so hopefully I'll be back yeah. over there getting some writing done, um, hopefully before long. That's sweet. I love stories about music, man. Yeah. I did. I actually got, was blessed enough to actually do a shoot with, um, Randy Bachman. Oh yeah, BTO, BTO. In the Dominican at the Hard Rock Cafe. Got to interview him, do his story set where he talks about an hour and a half, two hours about how they wrote I individual songs, man. And I was just back, I was like, holy cow, you like no no sugar denied in your oh, coffee, yeah. no sugar denied in your tea. He said he got that, picked that up on like in uh, San Francisco where this dude's girlfriend came up because he was supposed to be looking for a job and he goes if you don't find a job you ain't getting no sugar in your coffee no sugar in your tea i just thought that was where this this is where this all came from yeah how cool is that yeah you you got to keep your ears open when you're a songwriter because you never know where it's going to come from yeah yeah i just think that's and there's so many more cool songs so i would love to hear more about those things when you're talking about you know, writing music. Yeah, and it's, it's cool. I B- love that stuff. VH1 had that series, Storytellers, for a while, where, you know, it was an hour-long show like that. I love that show. Yeah. Let's Get bring the that backdrop. Back. Get the backdop on the story. We should make that. Sh- we you got a studio. Yeah. Uh, you got the artist. I yeah. think we should do it. I think it's a great idea. I think bring I think it back. So. If it ain't out there, people will love it. I know Maybe I would. I need to do that. I'm Let's do that. that. Write that down. <laughs> the show. Show idea. I know a great producer. Yeah, we know him. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> anyway, well, Man. Doug, we appreciate you coming on the hey, show. Hey, thanks for having me. And, it's been uh, great we'll, being here. Yeah, and Gall- you're at Gallagher Brewing Company on uh, on the seventeenth Saturday night. Saturday, yeah, seventh tomorrow night in Knoxville. Yeah, is that in Gatlinburg? Is that in Pigeon Forge? Gatlinburg. Is that Gatlinburg? Yeah, not the one we went and visited last. No, week. that's the Severe location. Okay. Not running entertainment there yet. So yeah, this one. Gallenberg with Doug. So, and then also um, you can see him tomorrow night at Finn's Tavern. You're at Finn's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Come get a burger. Listen to some music. Yep, Finn's Tavern. And then also on the 31st, he is at Admiral's Pub. So, that's in Farragut. So, that's cool. Yeah. Yep. That's where I live out in that area. So, it'd be a great time to. And uh, pop in. Go look me up at uh, Doug Will Hype Music on Facebook. Keep up with all my shows and DougWillHype.com. Doug Will Hoyt. Make sure I got it right here. Will Height. Will Height. W-I-L-H-I-T-E. Yep. Well, appreciate it. Acoustic. That's it. There you That's are, it. man. Well, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, most definitely. It's been great. And we'll see you soon. See you then. All right, man. Uh, Thanks for being Anna, here. Hannah, you can cut to one of his other tracks. Oh, we got another track? All right. Or another song. It's just a quick little cover he did. Another song. And we'll get the next guy on to the show. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. We'll be back in just a minute. Thank you. That was called a long way to Memphis.